Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Belinda, and I'm an intuitive business mentor. We are going to be talking all things strategy, intuition, human design, and gene keys so that you can have a business that is quintessentially you, designed by you, for you, to achieve your very own version of success. Welcome back to another episode of the Business of You podcast. Today we're going to be talking about some of the examples I've got from my clients who've made changes to their office suite and to their business without having to start over again in their business. So I did a bit of a um, little bit of research on my Instagram stories to find out which of those um, sort of myths that we busted last week about changing your office suite would you want to hear more about and the one that really came back was not having to burn down your business in order to change your office suite so really want to share about that one with you today and give you some real life examples um, and some of the thinking behind it so that you can start to think okay well what what are some ideas for myself and that doesn't mean you have to follow one of these examples but I just want you to see how simple some of these options actually can be. Now if you haven't listened to my most recent episode, the episode before this one, go and have a listen to that. I talked about some of the myths that um, I often hear that are holding people back from making the changes they want to make in their business and one of those was the fear of having to start over afresh to have to kind of burn it down and start again which can feel really big really scary but actually it doesn't have to be that way at all so let's talk about one of my clients who was um is a um a professional organizer and decluttering coach so she goes into people's houses helps them declutter helps them to get systems and organization in their houses that are really tailored to them as people now one of the things for her with that model of business was she started to feel quite constrained by um, and we made a lot of these changes during COVID when sometimes she actually couldn't even go to people's houses Um, but you know even a big one was the limits in her hours with school-age kids and all of the things that we do with our school-age kids going to different sporting things and musical instrument classes and this and that and um, all the things really plus her own you know other things that were just going on in her personal life as well meant that she was quite concerned about having the ability to actually just you know get enough hours in people's houses for her business to be sustainable and how far could you know how far could she actually go with her pricing So one of the things for her was that she decided she wanted to add an online component to her business. And she continued to do that in-person decluttering and organization work, but she added this new limb into her business. And doing it that way was really beneficial for her because she wasn't starting over again financially. She continued to do the in-person stuff and just let it take as long as it took for the online component to take off. Now with her, we did a number of things. So she started with 
one-to-one um, virtual coaching. So you could, you know, if you wanted to do this decluttering, you could actually um, get a package with her and get sessions where she would, you know, talk you through, okay, what's, you know, and ask the questions that she would ask her in-person clients. Say, okay, tell me about this bookshelf, what's going on there, you know, and so she took much of what she did in her in-person and then bought it um, online to do a virtual consulting. She then went, okay, I can see this particular thing is a really common theme and she created a small um, mini course I think it was about a four week course um, which she actually sold out the first round of that course um, within about 10 days I think it was like 80% full before she even went public with it just because she was going to the people who had done some virtual sessions with her or who you know had previously shown interest even some of her in-person people who had been in-person clients for her and were like okay well I still have this part of the house that I haven't done you know and so they came in as well so for her that was really simple to bring in in terms of it was just adding another limb and so you know she then tried did a number of different things and eventually moved into having a membership model which again as she saw her you know herself getting more and more people booking in that became okay well how many hours do I have how do I want to do this and she realized that she wanted to what she really wanted was to have people supporting each other as well as just herself Um, because you know there's a lot of stigma (laughs) around being disorganized as disorganized an untidy person I can tell you that I really feel that people I actually had someone say to me once but you're smart why can't you be tidy um so I actually really loved working with her because I think her services are invaluable because some of us really do need that help so for her it was not she didn't kind of remake her business in a day she added in one thing at a time as it felt right for her um, and that you know that did a lot for her business being able to do it that way and it did a lot for her schedule so by the time we actually finished working together her you know her schedule was really set up so that she could do things like go and play golf with her husband at lunchtime and you know like she had it working for her so let's look at another client who also had a done for you um, element so for her she did web designs um, and a lot of back-end website stuff and social media stuff and hers was done for you which I know you know we hear a lot about how you can scale coaching type businesses but not a lot about how what you can do with some of those done for you services where you kind of are trading you know time for money in many ways and so one of the things that this client realized was that you know as her skills had grown as her business had evolved there were actually certain types of work that she really enjoyed a lot more um, and that was what she really wanted to sink her teeth into she had upskilled a lot over the years that she had been in her business so she you know, she did a number of things. Firstly, she started with some outsourcing. So she outsourced some of the stuff that was more entry level, that she could just pay someone else a lower rate to do that component. And then that started to free up some of her time. 
then we looked at um, what you know what were the services that didn't fit as well in her business model and how could she um, you know still support clients um, in the way she wanted to support them without completely losing that income stream and so we kind of wrapped a few smaller services in together and people were actually really happy to have those services wrapped in together so it meant that she was she then had someone who she could outsource to to do some of these things but she didn't have like 5,000 itty bitty jobs that were um, kind of fragmenting her mental space and then all of that space really gave her the opportunity to look at that um, kind of meteor work that she wanted to be doing and to start quite actively seeking out those clients and putting herself forward for those clients Um, and you know that really led to her getting some very exciting projects hi there just a brief interruption to let you know that you can actually download your human design chart on my website go to www.betterthandbusy.com slash human design chart download your chart and then come back and follow along with the discussions over here And also while you're there, once you download that chart, you'll be given the option of downloading a leadership report as well, which is a great way to help you to incorporate your leadership skills through your human design into your business. Alrighty, now back to the show. Another um, another client, quite similar, done for you service, and she helped people to create courses and Again, she realized that one of the things that she wanted to do was to be in more of a consulting role than actually being in the back end creating, um, you know, the the tech and everything behind those courses. So again, she did a bit of outsourcing. So the first thing she did was to bring in some admin help. And that was someone who it was really straightforward admin. She was able to outsource that at um firstly she said there was actually two parts to this so she was able to outsource it for less than her standard charging rate that she would charge her clients but also this person did it about three times faster than she did it because it wasn't something this admin type work wasn't something that she really enjoyed so she found that she procrastinated procrastinated a lot she wasn't super speedy at it like she could do it she did it quite well but it wasn't in her zone of genius and it certainly wasn't the thing that she most loved about her business so I think she said she outsourced three hours of work so you know she paid someone for three hours but it actually freed up about 10 hours a week in her business because she was no longer procrastinating and freaking around with this work that she actually didn't want to be doing so I always love that example because it just shows how sometimes being able to go yes I can do this thing but I don't love it and I could just pay someone else less than a, you know than I myself get paid and it you know I could make a lot more time <laughs> so that then created the space for her to look at these consulting works that she wanted to do and she actually had an opportunity come up where it was about a $30,000 consulting job and she just wouldn't have had it was kind of the ideal work that she wanted to do and she just wouldn't have had the space to do that or to even think about it if she was still kind of stuffing around with that admin type stuff so she was able to keep all of the clients that she had 
do a bit of outsourcing, keep that income coming in and step up and do that consulting work that she had wanted to bring into her business. So she didn't have to go back to the start and go, okay, I no longer do the back end work for um, courses. She was able to keep that rolling and go, okay, well, actually, I'm also here for your consulting needs. This next example is quite a fun example for me because it's about taking holidays, which we all love holidays, right? So again, this was another client who had a done for you business. She was a podcast editor and producer, and she was finding that she couldn't, she was struggling to get the time off because the podcast episodes had to be produced and edited. So whilst Yes, she could take time off, but taking time off meant that she had to kind of do double the work before she took the time off and then probably double the work when she actually came back. So for her, the tweak that we made was just really simple, actually. We just made a change to her contracts that she had with her clients saying, um, you know, because they would sign with her for six months to do the um, the tech stuff for their podcast and she would say okay in this um, six month period um, I will take and I can't remember how many weeks leave we put in it so you know say it was two or three weeks leave so instead of getting six podcasts uh, sorry 26 podcasts edited in this um, six month period you'll actually get say 23 podcast edited in this period and I will give you no less than x amount of weeks notice when I plan to take these weeks off so people could expect that there was going to be a period when they wouldn't have that podcast support she put an option in there that if they wanted to have additional podcasts or if they wanted to have the 26 podcasts in the 26 weeks they could do that with an extra fee so that kind of meant that she could then do more outsourcing or, you know, it was it really became a premium thing if you wanted to have her to do those extra episodes. And that was like, okay, well, I don't mind if I have to do the extra episodes before I take that time off because I know I'm being paid the premium for it. This time for a more coaching type example, one of my clients is a healer and a psychic, beautiful, talented woman. And she wanted to move more away from that one-on-one work even though she was really heavily booked with one-on-one so that made it hard to bring in a you know bring in some group work and she really wanted it to be this group work where everyone could really um you know sometimes when you're doing the energy healing there's a real communal effect of it um so you get stronger energy when you've got more people doing this work and so one of the things that she did was she increased the price on her one-to-one work made that more premium and created a membership where people could get that group healing benefit so if people just wanted to do the you know the individual work with her they could still do that but it did come at a higher price point whereas otherwise they could come into the group program and really get that benefit of the group healing that she wanted to be able to give to people so what I think if you look at these examples collectively what I'm hoping that can show you is that you can actually you know rather than burn everything down and start again just start by blending uh, and you know bringing in a component that you know opening up the space for yourself bringing in the component that you want to bring in 
And then as you feel your way through it, you can just tweak further and further and further. So just making those incremental changes as you go. So you can start by going, okay, I'll do you know, some one-on-one -on -one coaching, then saying, okay, I'll create this one course. Then actually I'd like to have a membership. It doesn't all have to happen at the same time. It can be as gradual as you like, and you can really just test it, you know, test different things and see what's feeling good. What do people want? What do you enjoy delivering? Um, and just see how it rolls out. If you haven't listened to episode 17, which is my interview with Stacey Marie about her pivot in her business, go and have a listen to that as well because she really talks about a lot of the process that she followed, the reason why she did it. Um, so I think that's a really great episode for you to have a listen to. The other thing that you can do is um, catch up with me on Instagram, Belinda Gill underscore in business. Let me know where you're at and we can set you up with either an intuitive strategy session or an aligned and powerful um, session intensive. And though both of those, so the intuitive strategy session is really about getting some clarity um, and the aligned and powerful is really about, okay, this is kind of what I want to do. So if you kind of know what you want to do and you want to just like flesh it out and start to make a bit of a plan, that's the package for you there. So, um, you know, come over and talk to me. I can set you up with one of those appointments or you can just hop on a discovery call with me, but it really can be done without having to burn it down. And I hope that me sharing, you know, these examples, and they're all quite different businesses as well, will help you to see that it doesn't have to be keep your business the same or shut it down and start again. It really gets to be done in the way that you want to do it. Um, sneaky side note, because I just am really excited about this. I'm actually working on a little bit of a project behind the scenes um, where I'm going to take you behind the scenes with me um, as I make some changes in my business. So if you want to know more about that as I get closer to releasing it, please come and send me a DM on Instagram or an email, Belinda at betterthanbusy.com, um, because it's just a really fun kind of behind the scenes um, fun little project that I'm working on. Okay. I think that will do for this episode. Thank you so much for sticking with me. As always, hit me up with your questions. If you love this episode, share it, do all the things, but thank you for being with me. I really appreciate you all. Thanks for listening to the Business of You podcast. Come and chat with me on Instagram at Better Than Busy and ask me your questions. Tell me what you loved about this episode. And if you want to help assist out and share this on Instagram, tell the world what you loved about this episode, tag me. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player and leave a review. 